Hello everybody and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. Uh, it's Ant here once again and I'm joined by Mike again for today's episode. Hello Mike. Hello right, Anthony, how's it going? I'm very good, thank you. So as you can see from the title, uh, what we're going to talk about today is the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. Now we haven't really spoken uh, so far, Mike, in any great detail about these very hot topics at the moment. We've kind of dipped into them haven't we yeah um but what we're going to talk about today is not so much the way in which they are um not so much the way in which they are polar opposites or we have to choose between either the great reset or the great awakening but it's more mike about how they um relate to one another and as we'll go into in a moment um what it means for this kind of unique and amazing period of history that we're in yeah know? it's quite groundbreaking i don't think it's um you know, I don't think there's anything in history that you can really look back on and go, well, this is what's going on. I mean, there's a lot of things you can point to, but that's what makes this so unique because they're all happening at once almost. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll just run through a kind of summary, uh, Mike, of what we're going to cover in this episode. And then, as I say, we'll go into a little bit more detail about what the Great Awakening is and also what the uh, what's constituted by the Great Reset. So... Um, there's, an aware there's been an awareness for many hundreds of years that at this point in humanity uh, that uh, a great awakening or a change in human consciousness, I say, would happen on this planet. And that we've seen that foretold in many prophecies from ancient traditions, from ancient times, um, like um, the Kali Yuga cycles. And they prophesied that there would be a massive change in society, the way in which we you know, do commerce, the way in which we operate, and that there would be massive um, shifts and uh, uh, upheavals. Now, of course, um, one aspect of this is that we've seen, in certainly in the last 20 years, Mike, is a big awakening to truths about the world and, you know, interesting conspiracies, and uh, not just about awakening to truths about how the world operates, external world, but uh, awakening to truths uh, about ourselves uh, on a personal uh, level as well. Yeah. Now, of course, um, the controllers or um, the dark forces that control humanity, they've obviously had an, an awareness that we'd reached this point in human history. They're not obviously not stupid. Nope. Uh, the human and alien intelligences that uh, work behind them. So they knew that this point in history was going to reach where there's going to uh, be a, an awakening in human consciousness. So that would explain, Mike, uh, why we've had uh, a lot of um, the rollout with regards to the COVID and the infringement on people's civil rights and freedoms, because everything, there's this attempt to lock humanity down before almost there is this uh, shift in uh, human consciousness. Would you agree with that? Yes, definitely. Um, you know, like you were saying about how we are, well, on a global scale I'd say in a human consciousness level yeah. definitely rising up um, through the levels um, understanding more and not just the individual but on a, on a mass scale yeah um, and because of this the government's getting well not just the government I'd say the powers that be the dark controllers are definitely trying to be more and more controlling and assert their power in a more overt way over the years mm. um, rather than the so subvert they used to use mm. um, because the subvert stuff just isn't isn't working like it used to yeah as i've said on um, some of my own uh, recordings and videos in recent months mike it's like the mask has been pulled down and with things like um social distancing uh, lockdowns business in clo business closures the general public at large now can see that there is quite a clear system of control that once they might not have seen and like you were saying it's almost like the system the control system or the matrix or whatever you want to describe it as is going on to this new mode where it's well we're coming we're coming out of the shadows now and all is being revealed but, but we're having to go into this extreme mode because of the awakening yeah so it's uh, quite interesting to note that also them doing that is helping to awaken more people to that like, hang on we didn't sign up for this. This is not how we thought the world worked. Sure. Um, and they're having their own awakening because of that. Yeah. So there is almost, as I said, there is almost like this symbiotic relationship between the dark and the light, if you like, whereby uh, the controllers, the more they push, and obviously at the moment that happens to be like the whole 
globalist kind of agenda. And we'll go into that more in a moment. Globalist script, as I call it. The more that they push, the more that it forces us, the human population, to awaken. And when I say that, Mike, Mike, I'm not diminishing those who are suffering during this COVID period and who've suffered throughout humanity. Uh, obviously, there's a, a lot that's going on, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. And that's why they're using especially this um, the cover of the COVID to um, Good phrase. Put, have, put everyone into fear mode. Because once they're in fear mode, um, they're brains are literally not operating on the same vibrational frequencies as they normally would yeah. um, and you're in constant stress and fear you're not awakening to that as much because um, it's literally suppressing your own mental state yeah if you think in terms of maslow's hierarchy of needs where they're focusing all of humanity is those base needs i mean yeah. they're important but it's not about the um obviously he spoke about self-actualization which is um almost like a process of ascension whereby it's about meeting our spiritual needs for growth and development yeah they're anchoring us in our kind of lower bodies yeah it's just survival mode for yeah. a lot of people yeah exactly so there's a phrase that comes to mind that you shared with me uh, recently uh, mike a few minutes ago actually <laughs> about the relationship between this idea of the great reset and the great awakening and this is uh, the words of um it's like uh, an an unmovable object versus the unstoppable force and i think that's a really that's a really good phrase to to sum it up because no matter how um kind of strong the controllers appear uh, through things like the great reset and um the fourth industrial revolution and the world economic forum which we'll talk about more in a moment mike the idea of the unstoppable force of the awakening and the ascension process and um the idea of uh, 5D expansion of 5D consciousness, that is like inevitable, it's in it's inexorable, it's going to happen. If we just see it as a, a pilot wave or a frequency, it's not going to diminish. So no matter how much the dark tries to oppose that, it's, there's nothing that they can do, is it? In the long run, no, yeah. unfortunately, but, but it's in the short run that I'm worried about. It, yeah, you know it's like I mean. you've said many times on discerning consciousness, you have a fear. Well, not a fear, but you fear, you feel that the next three or four years up to 2025 could be uh, on the physical level, at least quite interesting. And Yeah, um, it's almost like we need to get pushed to a certain level yeah. um, to the point that we do go, hang on, we're not going to get pushed around anymore. Yeah um so it's you know it all depends on really what humanity needs to what happens for us to get to that point yeah so mike just for the benefit of the listeners now um they've probably got their own idea about what the great awakening uh means but we'll just flesh some of that out so obviously um there's a, an energetic shift that's happening right now on the planet i mean that could be to do with the um schumann resonance uh, yeah that's is... uh rising up at the moment yeah, and we've also obviously got um, the fact that the, there's um, things that are changing with regards to the pole shift. That's something else that's happening. Yeah, well, they're constantly moving. Um, we know they tend to flip every kind of like 120,000 years or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's still anyone's guess at when it's actually going to happen. Yeah, and also coming up to the 21st of December, we've got... Uh, certain planetary uh, alignments that we've not seen for literally thousands of years so we've got wow, that that would be quite interesting yeah so we've got that as well and of course we're now in the age of uh, aquarius which obviously started in the 1960s i believe well that's when the song was okay this is the dawning of the age of aquarius because i thought the age of aquarius was um still coming if you know what i mean and we were just shifting into it oh right okay so we might be in that transition period yeah but um i honestly don't know on that one let right. us know you know <laughs> yeah and also in terms of the great awakening we've obviously hear a lot um through those guys getting out really good information online about the whole ascension movement and this idea that we're in a process of shifting towards the 5d now i believe you've got an interesting perspective on that mike haven't you because you, you you believe that obviously not belief sorry have the conception i should say that the the higher dimensions they've always been kind of like the russian dolls self-contained and it's not so much we're shifting towards it's just we're having a growing awareness of being within that field is that right yeah um so i'm bit of a scientist physicist based you know <laughs> we'll, mindset, we'll forgive you yeah mindset in this respect um so i'm saying if you're involving dimensions and you're saying um you know 
a new dimension is going to appear almost and because of that we'll be able to do more and um i just feel that's a bit wishy-washy if you know what i mean sure. um i almost view it as it's almost like we'll realize that that fifth dimension is there it always has been there but it's more of a shift in our understanding of it right i mean almost take the you know lifting back the the curtain and seeing the true nature of reality if you know what yeah. i mean um you know isn't that that great image about that oh, kind okay. of like guy trying to look yeah. behind the curtain the of the universe or the firmament I think yes called, yeah. that's those are the words i'm trying to look yeah, for yeah. um so once we actually realize that's there in a very um physical sense and you could scientifically prove it almost mm. it kind of like it would be quite quickly for for whole of humanity's idea set on that to shift if you know what i mean yeah sure. like when um einstein proved his theories and then everyone understood it and go oh yeah kind of what we know what's going on now we all get that well the people were in physics world <laughs> at least yeah. um you know then there was a great mindset shift in the physics community mm. and i almost feel like there's going to be something along those levels that's going to happen for the whole of humanity mm. and it's going to be a shift in mindset not really just a um oh new dimensions appeared sure. yeah yeah i mean the other um expression of 5d consciousness that we also hear a lot in spiritual circles which um i can chime with because i can uh, speak to it myself is this idea of the human heart is expanding or the expression of kind of like love and compassion and i know uh, you probably might not agree with me mike <laughs> but since um the whole covid event kicked off i have felt more compassionate towards people i have like simple things like um for the first time i thought about getting a pet dog i know it sounds stupid but this idea of you know wanting to express love for a pet and, and i find that more and more i'm checking in with myself before making comments towards people in case I'm not coming across as being hurtful or, or denigrating them in any way. So I do, I do feel, um, yeah, that as if my hum, as if, uh, my humanness, if you will, um, uh, is, is expanding. And you could see that perhaps as like, some might say that 5d consciousness expression of 5d consciousness is more about being anchored and centered in the heart. And ultimately that is how the world will transform for the best. Well, I almost see it as kind of like um, this period at the moment is us entering um, a higher energy state, if yeah. you get what I mean by and that And do you phrase. mean that that's across the whole planet? Yes. Yeah. Um, so what it's actually doing is allowing us to express more energy through our emotional expressions. Sure, yeah. But the problem is, it really depends on what's in people's hearts at the time to what's being expressed. Okay. So that's why you find the world so so much at turmoil at the moment, and I think we've spoken about this in the past. Yes. About how the um, emotional expressions of hate are coming out in so much people, to so much more of a, a heavy extent because there's this more energy going around. So the people that are in love are expressing that love more, but the people that are in hate are expressing that hate more. So it's basically what you're describing, thank you for that very eloquently, is that whatever emotion that you're holding, the expression is finding more strength or people can see it much more in the external world. So we've seen that, as we've discussed many times, like with the whole Trump, orange man, bad thing. Um, um, you can see... Um, the people who have this irrational hatred of Trump, who've never been harmed by him, it almost does seem illogical, irrational, in a sense. It gets, Is it part of that process? Well, a part of it, yeah, um, and a part of being drawn into the game, which yeah, is sure. a part of the control system trying to, um, you know, bring everything into its control at the end of the day. So, you know, even if you were going to, you know, move on to your higher loving expression, no, you've got drawn into this now. You've got to, you've got to watch this game. You've got, to, you've got to root for one side and hate the other side. Well, I think how the system very cleverly, how the leftist perspective ideology and the whole woke controls it. They would say, well, of course we're against Trump because he's a misogynist, he's a racist, he's a homophobe. And then they get people on their side, well, we're the good guys and girls. We're the ones that are promoting like some sort of moral higher ground. And it's and when you actually investigate Trump, actually he's done more to promote kind of like ethnic minorities and black people within America 
than any other political leader in the past. Oh, really? As as the um, as the president, and when you so when you actually look at the truth, it's not it's not true what these kind of leftist and woke woke groups are saying. So I can see how they kind of they take the moral high ground. I can see also how you know younger people who are very impressionable and they haven't lived for that amount of time. I can see how they get drawn into that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I just find it weird um, morals getting drawn into politics. Yeah, they seem to be polar apart, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> normally. <laughs> so I think it's also important uh, for our listeners to know, uh, as I'm sure they have a comprehension themselves, the Great Awakening isn't just in terms of energies, planetary alignments, cosmic cycles, the Schumann resonance, and all those kind of things. It's very much also a kind of everyday thing in that we've had the internet now, Mike, haven't we, for 20 plus years, or for 20 years most people have had the internet. And that's mean that there's been amazing avail availability of information that once wasn't there. So that's been fueling this um, uh, awakening process. Okay, you know, it's not always the most uh, conscious process, but, <laughs> yeah. but you know, YouTube comments, <laughs> YouTube comments, and I know myself when I fell fell down many conspiracy rabbit holes. But taken as a whole, the the internet's been an amazing thing for people to access information. Um, if you know, if they're trying to uh, come ac across truth that they wouldn't have had before, and that's a key part. Yeah, you know? I mean, I know that I've learned a lot from the internet. I mean, most of my research has been done on there. Um, you know less books than i like to admit yeah, yeah, same no. here. yeah. i need to reverse that process yeah but um <clears throat> it's fascinating that now we do have access to the whole of human um catalogue of information that we've ever known well, at apart one from point. that hidden under the vatican <laughs> yeah we would love to read that but essentially we have knowledge at our fingertips and as long as we can have the minds to understand it we can learn and then be able to do almost anything. Yeah, so I do think that there is a, a sense in which people are waking up to a new reality. And this relates to a point you were making before. Um, one aspect of coming across the truth and you realise how this planet's been controlled for so many years and how um, the truest human expression on this planet has been suppressed. And actually, the big thing for me was when I investigated um, the truth of why wars happen and the financial interest and the biggie for me was when i realized actually i don't i came to this comprehension that human beings aren't naturally warlike no. right we we do get easily propagandized into social groups and ideologies that sets up this kind of them and us but what i did i came to the profound realization that if that wasn't there our natural innate state in a more healthy society is not to battle against one another is not to form armies and then and i think more and more people are having this uh, comprehension of what it means to be human and that's why you know like we said before Mike I think the controllers the globalists as that's become the name now hasn't it for the dark ones shall yeah, we say the globalist deep state cabal I think that they are as we were saying they are aware of that process and that's why partly why we've seen this Covid as we were saying before at this point because they realize hell we're losing control people can see the matrix you know or, or it's beginning to it's beginning to shake with this whole with lockdowns, social distancing, masks, even, you know, people who would normally look at us as crazy conspiracy truthers are going, there's something not right. There's something not right. I, I don't quite know what it is. And I think they're they're aware of that. The expression, I think, is the cat's out of the bag. And that's why we're going into lockstep and lockdown and things. And uh, yeah, yeah which is. will eventually lead to... Um, what was it spending too much money on medical supplies sure yeah. um then it will go to um oh we've um got to get rid of the nhs or got to sell it off to to keep it running yeah, um, sure. we just can't support it anymore um then it will be we've got too much debt and along with lots of other countries sure. and then the the real proper um financial great reset will be announced to us as um the only way we can save all the countries from collapsing and going into a mad max society is by all getting together and uh, going to one world oh, the digital currency. Yeah, and it's part of the whole globalist one world solution. I just want to pick up again before we move on this idea of uh, another aspect of the uh, Great Awakening is if you think about manifestation and if if we're all collectively manifesting a collective reality, how are we going to manifest a better, more conscious world? It's going to come about through people having a conception that that is even a possibility 
Now, and I think that's another important aspect that as more people uh, research information, whether it be online or books or going to workshops, might, whatever it might be, that helps to almost manifest a better reality than just staying in the matrix and mainstream reality. It's thinking outside the box, essentially, or yeah. not necessarily thinking outside the box, but just expanding the possibilities of how big your box can be. Yeah, sure. um, you know, because the way we presented it, it's like, no, it can only be a certain size, certain sure. width. Sure. Um, and now we're starting to realise that, hang on, no, the box can be however big I want it to be. Yeah, and I think as part of the Great Awakening, we're recognising more human values. And also, people are beginning to get a conception that we can live in a better world and that a lot of problems on this planet could be quite easily solved a lot of these ideas around false scarcity that's imposed upon a planet i believe perhaps like you mike and a lot of our listeners there's more than enough abundance to feed clothe house everyone on this planet yeah. but that idea of scarcity again is a false kind of alien not alien what's the word a kind of viral infection in the program yeah uh, i mean what was that i've heard a great phrase saying um there is more than enough on this planet to feed everyone's needs. There's yeah. just not enough to fulfill everyone's greed. Yeah, that's very true. So, I mean, um, in a moment, we'll just get on and look at some aspect of the Great Reset, Mike. But I think at this point we can conclude that part of this idea of the Great Reset versus um, the Great Awakening is really that humanity is facing a choice between do we want a continuation of um, the inorganic world um, which uh, more and more is based on slavery, based on dependence, based on control, or do we want to step into our sovereignty, empowerment, and live more of an organic, have more freedom, have more empowerment, live as true sovereign human beings? Now, I feel that's what's special about this point in history, and really, I don't know if you agree, Mike, that the whole COVID um, PSYOP, as I call it, or the, the COVID event, has raised an awareness of these issues. I mean, you know, yeah. like people's attitudes towards masks, social distancing, people realise, no, actually, I don't have to actually wear um, a mask if I don't want to. Whereas a lot of people I know who aren't into any alternative materials and stuff, they don't realise that they have a choice not to. Do you know, it can literally be um, a something simple as that. Yeah, it really can. Um, so that's the mindset change that's yeah, really going to be the biggest thing out of all this. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really important because once people um, have a... Like we were talking about earlier before we recorded this episode, that people think that governments and people in positions of authority bestow freedom and sovereignty on them. What they don't have the comprehension of, most people, is no, you have those as a right of being a human being. Yes. Um, Just so by they, being born. So they take them away from you and then sell them back to you. Yeah, exactly. Now, that, like you were saying, in and of itself would cause a paradigm shift, wouldn't it, within society if people realised, actually, the governments, all the government, uh, you know, the government, all they can do is take freedoms away from me. They can't protect me from anything. That's why partly they've run the COVID programme, because, again, it just feeds into this idea, as I've spoken about on my own coronavirus musings on discerning consciousness, whereby the state, the government, health authorities are seen as parents, Mike. Yeah, it's almost like with these lockdowns, you've been grounded. Get to your room. <laughs> yeah, and, and as, we, as we've said before, in terms of the lockdown, they, they kind of set things up so we fail. It's almost like... Well, we've let the kid out, you know, we've let Billy out to play in the in the playground and he's come back all muddy. We told you, Billy, you know, if you were naughty, we're going to have to lock you down again. So there's that that whole aspect of the kind of um, the authority figure being a parent, being the state. Yeah, um, we're all starting to realise that, hang on, none of us signed up for this. Yeah. And it's when we suddenly realise the dynamic we thought we had with the, with our government is not the dynamic we really have. Yeah, absolutely. So I just uh, expand the discussion now, Mike, to talk a little bit about the whole Great Reset. So this has come to light uh, under the auspices of the UN and the World Economic Forum, uh, many of you guys doing your own research have probably seen this hysterical figure called Klaus Schwab. And he's written a book called The Great Reset. I believe he's a German guy. And if you look at him, he looks like something from uh, a baddie from Blake 7 or, or Star Wars or Star Trek. I've seen some images. I don't know if they're Photoshop, but he's wearing some weird kind of 
kind of strange sort of outfit. <laughs> and it is, it is, it, you know, it is hilarious. These these all these characters. But anyway, also what's spoken about is this idea of the fourth industrial revolution or the technocracy. This is what we're said to be moving into. And many uh, world leaders, including uh, Mr. Boris Johnson, they're going around promoting this uh, this whole new agenda, this whole reset under the banner, Mike, of build back better. They love their they love their um, alliterations. And we've seen the likes of Macron. We've even seen former prime ministers Blair and Brown and also Prince Charles on their on you know on their um lecterns around the world promoting this agenda so the usual suspects really yeah. basically the usual suspects so this whole idea of um the world economic forum um i've been checking it the the, the website is just incredible because it relates to every aspect of life so it's it's going to be a reset or a change to everything that we know about life, Mike. And like we know, resets, when do resets historically take place? After major world events like World War, like the reset after World War One, yeah. World War Two, Or economically, in the early 70s, due to the financial crisis, oh, another one in America, the dollar was removed from the gold standard. And that was the start of the petrodollar. The petrodollar. Uh, which then became the reserve currency for the world. So there always tends to be related to a war or an economic crisis. But in this instance, it does appear as if they've gone with a whole COVID uh, um, psyop or event. What do you think about that? Why do you think they might have gone for a vax? Uh, sorry, Freudian slip. Why do you think they've gone <laughs> for a virus in this instance rather than, say, something like a huge war or conflict? Right, so um, going to what we were talking about earlier with the um, the energy shift that was happening within um, the Great Awakening. Yeah. What's the biggest thing they've been telling you to do with this virus? Stay two meters apart from everyone. Right. right. Literally trying to disconnect everyone. Just at the point when humanity should be coming together, harmonising. Yeah. They're ripping us apart or trying to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the reason why a two metres apart works so effectively is because that's roughly the distance that your um, EM field of your heart works to, roughly. Right, okay. Um, so if you're stopping people from being in, feeling the EM field of another person... You feel their emotions. You're starting to try and disconnect them. Sure, sure. Um, you know, another reason why the virus is because, you know, it makes sense to tell you to stay at home, don't see your friends, mm. you know, don't have fun with the people you normally have fun with. They're trying to get you into a miserable state. So it's, a so it's like they do with all kind of prisoners is to put us into a state of social isolation. And again, it's just as our energies are rising on the planet, but obviously within our own like aura and chakra system, it's they've come up with a a formula or framework in which they keep us apart so that's yeah. in, i'm sure there's no coincidence there even though it does sound kind of conspiratorial but as we said right at the beginning of this particular episode they would have known that we were reaching this higher point in the expression of humanity and the energy so they would have had to have come up with something to to arrest that process yeah and to be honest i think they picked the perfect thing because um take another big thing of um humans interacting with other humans and seeing their facial expressions yes yes so you know wear a mask yeah suddenly you can't read people's emotions you don't know if they're smiling as they're walking towards you or if they're looking really angry as they're walking towards you and of course uh, i happened <coughs> to see something on the telly this morning not my fault someone else was watching it don't blame me mainstream tv on the bbc I oh know. god <laughs> i know horror show but they had a woman on there who's deaf and she was talking about the problem she has because she can't lip read oh god yeah i never even thought of that one you know so there are yeah, obviously they're definitely going to be struggling. Man. Yeah, there are many ways in which people have been, you know, uh, what's the word, impacted in a in a very negative way. And something else to consider about the Great Reset and COVID, Mike, is of course again, and this idea of build back better and transformation of society in terms of what the globalists want for humanity, which is a non-human world, is the Hegelian dialectic: problem, reaction, solution. So yep. again, we can see that is it that's in process right oh now. definitely um so when the vaccine comes along everyone will jump for it because it'll be like yay we can yeah. try and return to normal give us our health passports yeah. just so i can get a pint salvation salvation so uh, i'm just going to flesh out mike a little bit more about the world economic forum okay yeah. 
Um, I've put an interesting link. It's a guy called Dave Cullen. He has a channel called Computing Forever. He doesn't talk about computing, bizarrely enough. He talks about all this kind of stuff. Uh, he does movie reviews as well, which are really good. But he does a really good, he did it back in October, analysis about the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum. So check out the link. So there's main aspects, Mike, in terms of the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum, obviously, are economic reform. Yeah. So we've heard it spoken about. Uh, I think I've heard Blair and Brown talk about the move. We now need to move towards a cashless digital, cashless society, digital currency. Um, what I've also heard spoken about, and we discussed it before on Discerning Consciousness, is how this might come about is there might be an announcement of a global debt relief uh, and the introduction of a universal basic income. But in order to get those so-called goodies, yep. you'll have to end uh, give up your right to the ownership of private property and also, no doubt, have your vaccine uh, updated every year. So this is what they're, they're announcing in terms of the kind of society that we, they want us to move to. Isn't that almost like signing your life away to say, I agree to be your pet? It, it, in essence, yeah, in essence, yeah. So you'll have Klaus Schwab. And he'll be, be, he'll be, and you'll, you'll be the little dog or poodle on Klaus Schwab's lead. <laughs> so another key aspect, uh, joking apart, in, in, in addition, Mike, to the economic reform that they're talking about under the World Economic Forum, is of course it's the bogeyman in the environment, of course, environmental reform, which since COVID has gone through the roof. So, just as an example, here in the UK, the government have announced that from 2030, they're going to ban all the sale of new petrol and diesel cars. Whereas before COVID, um, under the previous prime minister, under Theresa May, that was 2040. So you can see how the, the, the whole moving, the, the moving the group. Yeah. So what what's that seen in reality? Economic reform is uh, sustainable development. We've been, uh, been spoken about. The drive towards carbon neutral societies, whole carbon credits, uh, climate change, the rollout of smart cities. We're also seeing in terms of technology, the Internet of Things. So obviously what's going to run smart cities is AI. We've got to talk of biometrics, the transhumanist agenda, which really essentially will be the end of privacy and every aspect of life will be tracked and monitored. So I've just done a, 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 a very quick sweep, Mike, yeah, of this definitely. aspect <laughs> of the World Economic Forum, so I encourage our listeners to click on the link if they want to find out more. But generally they should get the picture, which is that a lot of these agendas, since March, they've been ramped up more in terms of announcements, yeah. certainly with the green agenda. So here again in the UK, we've seen the rollout of um, more cycle lanes within urban areas, which isn't really about protection cyclists, which is about limiting drivers, it's limiting people's, um, how should we say, choice to drive where they want to, basically, in urban areas. We've also seen announced the proposal, I can't remember who it was, it was some government minister, that we're going to move towards a system where we pay for every mile that we drive. Oh, God, yeah, that's yeah, horrendous. Pay by, pay by mile. Um, so, again, as, as, as I just said, um, a massive ramping up, and we'll probably see this in coming years, the whole green agenda, because that's how they can control us, how they can tax us, how they can limit our freedoms. And they can, again, with this inverted world that we live in, all say it's for your own benefit, because you want to protect the environment, don't you, Mike? Yeah, um, it is a sense that they want to trap everyone in their hometowns, basically, say you're not allowed to, to move out of this. Um, you know, you've got to get special passes to go on holiday to be able to drive anywhere, if you know what I mean. Well, this is a bit like where it will be the Hunger Games societies. Um, then it will be like um, with the Green Agenda, are there certain areas you can't go in because you don't want to pollute that area? Or clean air zones, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and it's all about essentially having more control and domination over the individuals that are in that society. Yeah, and again, as we know, they do tend to... Uh, signpost what they intend to do uh, or what their intention is to take humanity in a certain direction yeah they? i mean what was it it's crazy how um say at the beginning of this year talking about a digital health passport to be able to um to, you know go to um concerts go on holiday go to, go football, to football games yeah, yeah um you know that was seen as conspiracy theory stuff talking about it back then and now it's almost like a proposal that's coming in and we've got to see it in the next <laughs> couple of months yeah, yeah it, it, it's crazy how quick things are moving at the moment with this agenda because 
like we were saying, they're essentially running out of time and they can't wait for us to agree to everything properly. They're just like, boom, bash, bosh, we've got to get this done. Who cares what anyone says? Yeah, and the whole, the last sort of, where are we, eight months since the COVID event kicked off, I essentially see it, Mike, as conditioning the public for the new world that the globalists want to bring in, which is a world in which you don't have any freedom. You, you don't have any individual rights. Everything you do is conditional, like you say, even if it's not about having the vaccine. They're now talking about, well, you need to have two recent negative COVID tests. So it's the complete restructuring of society also, whereby we used to manage our health, didn't we? So if we had a cold or sniffle, we'd phone up work, as I probably said before. So I apologise to our listeners if I repeat to myself. I think it's a point worth making, though, where we used to manage our own health. Yeah. And it's like, well... Um, we didn't have to confer to the government or defer to the government if we got a sniffle and, you know, and, and let them know and go for a test. We just say, uh, phone our boss up or we wouldn't see our friends and family. I'm just spending a few days in, in bed because I might be contagious. But now we need to alert the, authority, the health authorities and the government, which, again, is this whole um, shift as part of the great uh, economic reset under the World Economic Forum and then the globalist agenda, whereby we don't even have control over our own health. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that this um, whole thing with COVID isn't about health because not once have they really gone on about, well, these are the things you should do to improve your immune system so you don't have to worry about this thing too much. It's constant fear, fear the virus sort of thing. And they haven't they haven't given people indications of perhaps um, what supplements they could take or healthy diet. And they've closed all the gyms and the leisure centres. I mean, that's <laughs> for me, I happen to, bizarrely enough, uh, on my, uh, when I run, my halfway point is a local leisure centre. Mm. And all through this period, uh, as I get there and I'm struggling for breath, it does, it's always curious when I think they talk about health and they talk about preserving the health of the country. And there you go, you've got empty leisure centres. You know, it's just, it's just, you know, it's so, and that's what, for those of us, you know, um, here who are trying to push humanity in a more sane, a more expansive, conscious, discerning consciousness way, it's so frustrating when you see so much madness out there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Um, once heard someone say that the the world was an assailant asylum, run by the inmates. <laughs> yeah. And of course, it's probably important to add at this uh, something we haven't mentioned so far about the inorganic Great Reset, Mike, is this idea of ultimately it does appear that their their goal is population reduction. Yeah, because they realise that if they're bringing in so many draconian rules yeah. that they literally can't manage this many people. Mm. Um, not only that, then they're like, well... Then we want to make more money, so we'll have to give less money around to other people. So there just has to be less people to support that. Mm. Um, and then there's also the one where it's just like, well, with all the stuff we're doing to fuck up the environment, if there's less people there to, to literally moan about it, um, it, it will counterbalance that. Mm. And as we head towards the uh, end of today's episode, I want to, it's really important to bring in something that has been nagging me actually in recent days and that's the idea that um i know certain types of alternative researchers right um they have it fixed in their head that right so we've got this globalist agenda the great reset the world economic forum we've got un agenda 2030 then they pick that up and then they post comments on youtube where it will just be un agenda 2030 or they'll just mention these things that we've spoken about as if it's an inevitability now these things the powers that be tend to have proposals but it doesn't mean that they're going to take place because i've been at this game for about 15 years researching all these interesting areas mike and i can remember back in the day around about 2006 2007 all the talk was of the dollar's going to collapse the imminent do dollar collapse and you might remember it and there was all this talk of the amero so this was going to be this new currency that's going to well, replace the US this. dollar and it's going to be an amalgamation, I think, of the Canadian. Is it dollar in Canada? Yeah. Yeah, Canadian. The, the Canadian, the American. Is it the Mexican pesos? Yeah. So you've got to get three countries into this. And of course, it never happened. Um, there's still plans for that. Don't right. they call that organization NAFTA, the North American I think, Trade yeah. Federation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just trying, obviously, I'm trying to make the point that I was once in that mindset that you absorb all of this information and you feel that 
well, you know, these globalists and the and these figures, they have all of this power and control. It means that their proposals are definitely going to happen. But actually, as is exemplified by 1984, George Orwell, the reason why his book was called 1984 was because he was predicting that all of these kind of extreme control measures, which we're now seeing, yeah. were meant to have been in place a long time ago, as far back as 1984. And important point to add to this, uh, I mentioned this in one of my YouTube videos, do press, press do check out my YouTube um, channel. Um, it is believed that um, whilst on the surface 9/11 it looked like the dark sorcerers and the, the bush, the bush, you know, the bushes and the neocons and whether Israel was involved or not, they, you know, they got their war on terror, and they got their agenda. But it is said that actually what they wanted to do was collapse the whole system, and part of what they were going to do on that day was to use uh, mobile phone masks uh, allegedly to transmit some kind of signal which would have killed a lot of people. Now of course I don't know whether that's true but what I'm saying is even on the surface when they pull these false flag PSYOP terror events it doesn't necessarily mean that they've got their whole agenda from or they've got everything that they wanted. I'm just saying it can be easy for conspiracy uh, researchers and alternative history researchers to automatically assume that we are doomed and that because of they've done these bad things in the past it means that they're going to be able to do them in the future yeah um i hope i've explained that. yeah i think i know what you mean there um i've often heard it in the sense that um they're constantly trying to push us back and um get us to step back so they can step forward with their plans yeah but every time we decide to stay still or step forward yeah. they have to move according to us yeah sure um so yes they definitely haven't always had their way the way they want it um but as long as they always stay in control sure that's the game of a manipulator where you you make your victim feel that he's in control yeah but you just convince them to do what you wanted to do in the first place yeah sure and it's only when they start going, well, hang on, I wanted to do this. And then the, the, the person perpetrating it starts going, oh, crap, okay, yeah, let's do this. Oh, God, for God's sake, I didn't want this to happen sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. But as soon as um, we actually go, no, hang on, you're manipulating me here. You're trying to do me. I don't like this. I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to stick around and listen to you anymore. That's when things are really going to change. Yeah, you summed it up very well. And the reason why I've shared this perspective with our listeners, Mike, is because it's a shift that I've had in recent years. And sort of 10 years ago, I'm sure I would have been someone that probably would have gone and uh, purchased Klaus Schwab's uh, The Great Reset book and, and, and read it all and absorbed it and told people, you know, in my social world and on, in, you know, on the online sphere, this is what's happening. See, see what they're doing to us. That's how I've shifted. I have an awareness of these things now. That's like I encourage our listeners to go and find out more about The Great Reset because we've only just really touched upon it. But now what I do is I have an awareness. I take the information and go, well, that may or may not happen. Let's look at the light stuff. Yeah. Let's look at the Great Awakening as well. Uh, yeah, I have to admit, um, I think it was in 2008 when the big crunch happened. Oh, the financial, the credit crunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was going to be... I did, I thought it's heralding the collapse. I was like, yes. Um, but when that just happened as a consolidation of power for the powers that be... Like the, the rich, Street Yeah, the rich yeah. stayed rich because it was just like, oh, we've lost lots of money. Oh, we've got a loan from the government, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and all that BS started happening. It's just, um, yeah, I, I've taken a step back in trying to view each situation as like, oh, this is it, or oh, this is it. I'm just like, whatever happens, happens, just needs to happen, and let's get on with it. Yeah, it's, it's a good point, because I'm, I'm, in my recent videos on my YouTube channel, I've been trying to get this point across, and it's quite difficult, because when you're doing an audio, uh, sorry, when you're doing a video, uh, as I'm sure you can understand, Mike, you feel that you've got to put a, a kind of like a presentation, you're doing a performance, and it's easier, I find, to get points across when you're just doing audio. So I might not have got the point across, so hopefully I've got it across better uh, in today's recording. And the other thing, of course, to consider is that, um, as we said right at the beginning, there is this symbiotic relationship between the Great Reset and the Great Awakening. And it's important to, like we were just saying, have an awareness of, of the both. But... I wonder, Mike, as we just come to the uh, end of today's episode and we draw things together yep. for our listeners, 
how 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 we can you know for their benefit for our listeners benefit how can we can just give a final kind of synopsis of of what that kind of means really what they can take away with them in terms of what the relationship is between the two because we don't want to feel like it's just some sort of gladiatorial battle (laughs) i mean i would just like to add my point um finally which is that we all know that the ways in which we've been um, doing things on this planet has not been working we've never seen such disparity between rich and poor in our own western countries be it canada america uh uk wherever our listeners are from and we know in terms of the crisis of the family unit and human relationships and the amount of depression and anxiety and the fact that most people just you know hate their jobs on that simple level that the way we've been formulating society has not been working and we do need uh, a change i don't use the word reset but we do need a change and now we're coming into the aquarian age and we're coming also michael calls where the divine feminine is on the rise and it's going to come to the fore so society is going to be more about uh, cooperation collaboration and less about like the whole kind of less evolved masculine qualities which are about domination control you know manipulation so i see the more kindly qualities um coming into control so i, I believe that it's um it is important to to embrace those do you, do you feel that that's the case um to a certain extent yeah um you know it's always one of those things that this is going to happen more on a collective conscious level rather than an individual if you get what i mean yeah sure um but yeah i definitely have a sense that with this with this coming period of time at the end of the day everything is still up in the air yeah I mean, still formulating. Yeah, um, there's still machinations on both sides. Um, people seem to view it as good versus evil. Sure. Um, but the interesting thing to note about this is going back to the whole phrase about the unmovable object and the unstoppable force. Yeah. Well, when that unstoppable force finally does move that object, that object will be moving with that force. Wow. Yeah, that's a very deep and profound understanding. Yeah. <laughs> And then we realise at a fundamental level that, um, you know, it's not like we can just um, imprison all the people that are, you know, perpetrating the... the cabal or deep state. Yeah, um, and be done with it. We realise that we're evolving consciously with them as well. And so mm. we have to take them with us in a yeah, weird way. and I think I like... Thank you for that. I like that expanded understanding because... Um, do you remember I was sharing with our listeners, I believe last time when we did an update to the US election, that I was horrified at the the, the prospect of uh, Biden being inaugurated. And obviously the truth, as it appears, that uh, Trump has run by a, a, a landslide, not, not, you know, not being declared and Trump not winning a second term. And then you pointed out, you said to me, didn't you? Well, maybe on a higher cosmic level, we need to experience the deep state cabal for a, another four years in power. And then I thought and then I went home and I thought, well, yeah, because I'm being attached to that specific outcome of Trump winning. And that relates to your previous point, which you just made, which is where it's not about good versus evil. And I, and I think it's, it's some of the people that follow the QAnon thing get lost in, don't they? Well, it's too simplistic at the good versus evil level. Yeah. Um, you know, and this whole thing is we it can are... can be helpful on one level. Yeah. I mean, and there's a certain aspect to that, but um, this isn't a movie, this is real life. Yeah, yeah. Um, things are a hell of a lot more complicated, mm. and some of the people that are perpetrating this may not be coming from an evil stance. It's no. just, you know, what they need to do to help feed their family. Um, you know, this is why I think it is too simplistic when you do view it as just good versus evil. Sure. And the thing about the raising consciousness level is we should start being able to see it at a more expanded, more whole level, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and just um, I just want to finish on this point to 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 kind of um, add as a corollary. I think I said that right to the point that you made. We might actually be seeing some quite amazing events because some intelligence are pointing to the fact that. Um, there may have been or there may be ongoing uh, arrests with regards to what's happening with regards to the US election. Now, it could just, you know, that could cut, cause a kind of shift within society because yeah. if people are seeing uh, familiar political economic figures and maybe even figures in the media being arrested in the United States and dragged off to Gitmo, 
Guantanamo Bay in Cuba, then everyone around the world is going to look at that and they're going to look at their own political situation in their country and go, do I trust my government? So I think on the one level, we're, we're right to talk about it from a, ooh, a hyper-dimensional level, beyond good and evil, but it's also important to consider that, you know, on the level of good and evil, if the some of the bad guys and girls are taken out, that would have a impact on people's uh, awareness of how they see events. Um, yeah, definitely, because then there would be a precedent for that happening, if you know what I mean. And once you can be like, well, I've seen that happen in the very country where it's going to be the home of the free. Yeah, sure. And um, you see that that's corrupt. That could have a big impact on not just America, yeah, like you said, the rest of the world. Yeah, because it's an amazing country like America, if if uh it could if the electoral process can be subverted in a country like the united states well hell it can happen anywhere in the world so yeah, yeah you're right that would certainly have a very impactful uh yeah happening right so thank you very much uh mike uh it's uh, been a very interesting discussion do you yeah, have well, any closing words um oh it's a hard one for this one because it's quite a grand thing if you know what i mean but i would just say um with all that's going on at the moment, the Great Reset, the Great Awakening, mm. I would just say put your put your time and energy where you want to be. Yeah. With this. Yeah. Um, if you are keeping with the fear and that's like your safety blanket of fear at the moment, if that's what you need, so be it. But if you want to kind of like awaken and not be fearful of everything that's happening at the moment, mm. and then you can put your time and energy into just, you know, yourself working on making your life better. Yeah. That's all you can do and when times get difficult. Yeah, I just want to add to that. I think we're going to see months, if not years, of quite dramatic change, Mike. I think yeah. some of that on a human level will be experienced as a lot of um, pain and suffering. But like birthing, you know, like a child come through the birth canal, there's a lot of struggle and pain and suffering. But I think the, the, the final point I want to make is I'm trying to do this more and more is, well, what world, what, what kind of world do I want to be living in? I think I said before, when we get the other, get to the other side of this, yeah. where do I want to be living in the world? What kind of people do I want to be living in? What kind of housing do I want to be living in? So I think for the purposes of manifestation, important. It's important to not just get stuck in the granular detail of what's happening, but think, where do I want to be when we get to the other side kind of thing? Yeah, because um, at the end of the day, you can spend all your time and energy and effort looking at all the um, big things that are happening, what the government's saying, what this is happening, what's happening with the election. But really, um, you're not moving forward with your life while you're no. wasting it doing that. You've just called me out right at the end <laughs> of the episode. So thank you, Mike. So thank you all for listening. I hope you've enjoyed our exploration of two really hot topics at the moment. And I'm sure Mike will revisit them in various ways in coming weeks and months as we head into some quite extraordinary times. So I'll just leave you uh, with these wise words once again. Uh, remember, folks, if you're not in control of your consciousness, then someone else is. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.